Chapter Three of Prodigal Daughters by Joseph Hawking. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Kate Fallis. Chapter Three Pegs Carrying On. Look here, Eleanor, said John, when Peggy had gone. Dad'll have to know about this. I suppose he will, was the reply, but I don't see why he should i say that's cool cool if you like but it's true it isn't true don't you see peg's an ass she's lost her head about this fellow barnes and it should be put a stop to why do you know anything wrong about him he isn't our sort for one thing and for another peg's too young she's only a kid and it's not the thing for her to go out alone to meet him i'm sure dad won't have him coming to the house he's common he has no breeding in short he's a bounder as for a kid like peg going out like that it's a bit too thick oh peg knows how to take care of herself she's a bit too developed on the physical side but she's level-headed and knows her way around she's years older than most girls her age you'll see she'll be back in ten minutes if she isn't i'll go out and kick the fellow off the premises johnny dear you make me tired you talk as though he lived a hundred years ago when girls didn't know how to look after themselves and when it was thought the duty of brothers to interfere with their sisters lives peg's an ass if you like but she's all right besides a girl has the right to live her own life but she's making herself cheap just think of it colonel trelawney's daughter gone out on the sly to meet her young man like any common girl nothing very sly about it laughed eleanor no peg's not that sort what she does she does in the open not that i agree with her and i shall tell her so any girl's a fool to get fond of a fellow and a bigger fool still to let him see it still she seems to be cast in that mould and never seems happy unless she's with him i tell you dad won't have it he's not that sort i saw that the moment i looked at him both of you have twisted mother around your fingers but there'll be a change now dad may be quiet but he'll be obeyed he'll find that hampstead is not a barracks and that this is a free country replied eleanor i say eleanor don't you like him don't you think he's just splendid oh yes i like him all right i should think he's a bit antiquated and will need to learn a few things but i fancy i shall be proud of him i do hope he'll be reasonable though what do you mean by that look here johnny i think it is best for us to have a clear understanding about things you seem to think that because a man's your father he has the right to tell you what you shall do and what you shan't do isn't that your idea it may be all right with kids but not at our age peg's only a kid to all intents and purposes peg is over twenty 
she's what you may call an early development and she knows her own mind it's no use closing our eyes to the fact that the girls of to-day are not going to be treated as our grandmothers were on the other hand dad has been away for several years out of the world in fact he knows nothing of the changes that have taken place he was always a bit old-fashioned and i don't imagine he's altered much of course he's very nice and i think i shall be fond of him but if he thinks we can be treated like one of jane austen's heroines he'll have a rude awakening you seem to be taking a lot for granted eleanor replied john you are talking as though he'd already begun to play the spartan he hasn't said a word and i'm sure he's the grandest man alive oh you are hero-worshipping you've got all sorts of highfalutin thoughts about him and look upon him as a little tin god i've been watching him all the evening and i've fairly well summed him up well and what are your conclusions i think there'll be trouble but why because he's a type of the old-fashioned gentleman of the past ages he'll expect us to be amenable to authority and to give an account of our doings and we've got beyond that mother's always been telling us about her young days and what dad would say and do when he came home and that's made peg and me talk about it are you going to support us or are you going to play the sneak look here eleanor dad ought to know how peg's been carrying on she's been doing no wrong i don't say she has but dad must know about this barnes affair besides i tell you straight he won't stand these promiscuous dances and this going out to supper after theatres with fellows that he doesn't know he'll have to stand it what do you mean eleanor just that however we'll hope for the best if he'll be reasonable perhaps we'll be able to rub along anyhow we'll give him a trial meanwhile peggy had rushed into the garden and looked eagerly around jim she whispered is that you yes peg i've come in spite of orders he said as he took the girl in his arms and kissed her ardently but you must clear out in double-quick time dear i shouldn't have come out only i was afraid somebody might hear you he's come then of course he's come what's he like oh a great swell i suppose just the aristocratic pucker officer but he's not a bit like mother what do you mean by that oh i can do what i like with her i can frighten her into almost anything but he's not like her he doesn't say much but there's a look in his eye that makes one hesitate once or twice to-night he almost made me afraid i say peg he did of course i would not own it to the pattern boy or even to eleanor but i fancy there'll be trouble never mind peg darling you have me to stand by you peg was silent what's the matter kid i've nothing to tell but i don't think you'd better come for a day or two till i see how things are going you see he's only just come home and i don't quite know how things are going but tell me what he's like 
oh he's just the aristocratic officer of the old sort he hasn't said much yet but i can see he has silly old-fashioned ideas especially about girls he believes in being very polite and courteous to them in the old-fashioned way but i believe he'd go into fits if he thought i was out here with you now he's just that sort he made me think of rip van winkle to-night all the same i can see that there'll be trouble before we're through the young fellow was silent for a few seconds perhaps we'd better go slowly for a few days he said at length but there he may not be as bad as you think oh john's made a hero of him already but he's always been the perfect pattern i believe he'll tell dad that i've been out here with you now does he know yes he was in the treadmill with eleanor and me when you came and he says dad ought to know but you'll stand by me old girl won't you you won't let any one come between us i'm not going to be dictated to by any one that'll have to be understood right away what about the dance on saturday he spoke rather doubtfully oh we shall both come to that i wouldn't miss it for anything will you tell him i shall see about that anyhow i shall come if needs be i shall take french leave but i must go in now well be careful peg give me another kiss kid and play your game carefully while peggy trelawney found her way back to the house james barnes wended his way to his home he was rather a handsome young fellow of the flashy sort he had been in the army during the war and by some means or another had obtained a commission he was very proud of this fact and had often read the wording of the commission with great satisfaction belonging to a rather humble station in life he prided himself on the fact that an officer in the army was considered a gentleman and he was very punctilious about his men saluting him and calling him sir it was true he had been greatly chagrined that several officers treated him with scant courtesy and that he was never admitted into certain circles which it was his ambition to enter but he assured his people when he was home on leave that he was as good as the best of them and spoke quite patronizingly of his colonel as a bit old-fashioned but quite a good soldier don't you know before entering the army he had been a clerk in an auctioneer's and real estate agent's office and on being demobilized had been taken back on his old job being a pushing fellow and eager to get on his employers had sometimes entrusted him to deal with some of their less important clients this had led him to describe himself as the representative of messrs feather and byworth real estate agents nevertheless he felt his demobilization keenly he was no longer an officer and a gentleman although he tried to assure himself that he was the latter hang it all he often said to himself i'm more than an ordinary clerk and to be a real estate agent is to have a gentleman's job still 
he felt sure he was getting on he had taken dancing lessons during the war time and became quite an adept in this art indeed on one occasion he got an invitation to a dance which was given at a house of some importance it was at this house he met eleanor and peggy trelawney and unfortunately caught peggy's fancy after that they met frequently and peggy had insisted that he should be admitted into the house as a friend barnes was greatly delighted at his conquest and frequently spoke of his acquaintance with the trelawney family colonel trelawney belongs to one of the oldest families in england he boasted and will soon be a general i'm well in with them all as for the girl she's fairly gone on me still he was not quite happy about the matter he had sense enough to feel his lack of breeding and to realize that not only john but john's friends did not regard him favorably especially was he perturbed when he heard that colonel trelawney was coming home for he counted a great deal on his intimacy with peggy he had great ambitions to be what he called a gentleman and he felt sure that if he could marry into the trelawney family his future would be assured when he reached his home which was in a section of camden town he found that his two sisters who worked in a large drapery establishment in oxford street had just returned from the theatre and were accompanied by two young fellows whom they called their best boys hello jim cried one where have you been oh just paying a visit to a friend been taking out that little bit of fluff that you are so fond of i say riddler i'll trouble you not to talk like that oh all right retorted riddler good-humouredly but i don't see why you should make so much fuss about it the trelawneys are not quite your sort said jim loftily she'll have to be if you marry her was the reply but there i hear her father is coming home so most likely he'll put the kibosh on your little plans i don't see why we are not as good as they are after all broke in edith barnes jim's eldest sister they can't be very wealthy for while one of the sons is in the army the other is just a mechanic at a motor place in oxford street there's not much to choose between being a motor mechanic and a clerk to a house agent of course i know he was at rugby and all that but i consider myself quite as good as peggy trelawney or eleanor either for that matter where's mother asked jim as if anxious to change the subject in bed hours since where all good mothers ought to be laughed jim's other sister but it's getting late and you boys had better be off i'll see my little dicky to the door i suppose you'll be at the dance on saturday jim remarked riddler it'll be the best of the season yes going to take your best girl i don't know what business it is of yours i'll bet you anything you don't why because her father'll be home and he'll put a stop to your little capers we shall see replied jim with seeming confidence 
nevertheless he went to bed with many doubts in his mind he recalled what peggy had said about her father and although he had made light of riddler's remarks concerning the change the colonel's homecoming would cause he had many misgivings of course i would rather do the thing in a grand way he reflected next morning it would do me no end of good if i could be married at the church with peg's father giving the bride away but i'm not going to stand any nonsense neither will peg End of chapter three